Welcome to the Revital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state-of-the-art technology, protocols and personalised healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. Welcome to 2023, everyone. So this is the first podcast kicking off the new year. And me and Tash are going to be talking about our amazing trip that we did in America at the end of last year. So we wanted to run through some of the questions that you guys have had while we're away, as well as a little bit of uh, information about what we went to see, what we experienced, and many other things, (laughs) whatever come up on our our little discussion. So uh, don't forget to like our podcast. We're going to be having lots more new and amazing guests coming up this year as a a bit of a knock-on from our amazing trip and meeting such beautiful people over there and seeing such amazing places. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you actually get notifications for all that we have coming up this year. So let's get started, Tash. Let's Say do it. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started with why, what we expected from the trip. Um, now, it was a bit of a lead up for us to actually get there, wasn't it? I think we have to think back to that because it was a little bit stressful for yep. us to actually get there to start with. We had a clinic to close up, well, to get ready to go. Yeah, we definitely had a few struggles along the way and obviously COVID didn't make things easy for us either. Um, But I felt like the trip was introduced as a thought earlier last year and we didn't actually think we were going to be getting there. So the anticipation was real, the height was real. Um, But yeah, we we got there in the end um, and we are so happy that we did because we just met the most amazing people. Um, We had some absolutely amazing experiences which we can't wait to talk to you about. Um, And we just felt really aligned with ultimately getting there, learning, um, connecting, networking. So, yeah. Mm. So the expectations, I guess, for us was um, wanting to go there and obviously meet all these people, but also um, Health Optimization Medicine and Practice, which I'm the CEO of here, I started um, doing a lot more of maybe two or three years ago after I initially did the education with Dr. Ted. And for us to be able to go there and spend time, um, you know, invaluable time, it was just incredible to be able to do all of that. And then obviously the clinics. So for what we do here is very different. And what we wanted to explore over there is how it's done even better. And also what we're missing and how it can be better in what we do here. So I think we've got, we got that out of it and it was incredible. But also just to be newly enlivened by the whole industry and be able to really feel that we're making a difference and really moving that needle on health, as Dr. Ted Atricoso says. And to be 
a part of something greater um, and really, really connect with those types of people over there was, was just beautiful, really, really heart-centred. So I guess let's get started and talk through what we went and saw. Yeah. So our first landing point, I guess we can just do it as we walk through, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So after our rather large um, flight, <laughs> a bit long, <laughs> um, we, we landed in Sydney, that was amazing, we got a really good gym in, so we tried to keep up our habits all the way along as well because we thought we needed to make sure that we biohacked our whole trip because of the time difference, plus our we used time shifter to actually get us ourselves into the time difference. Uh, as well as keeping ourselves active, hydrated, eating well, trying not to eat too much on the plane, <laughs> so we're actually not slowing our mitochondria, and using transcriptions, which was the blue canatine and also methylene blue on the flights. Um, we used you know, some sleep aids along the way, like melatonin <laughs> and some other things, but um, as much as we could, we tried to prepare it with timing. So we landed in LA in the morning, 6am. 6am, yeah. And um, yeah, so then it was, it was just trying to get ourselves into um, where we needed to be after, <laughs> for me, a little bit of constipation already. I was like, oh my gosh, are you guys kidding me? Time difference. <laughs> and we anticipated these changes as well. We kind of pre-planned for the transit a few weeks beforehand. We are doing hyperbarics. We are doing, like we said, using the time shifter, which told you when you should be eating, when you should be drinking coffee, when you should be aiming to get to sleep. Um, the, like we said, the transcriptions, methylene blue for enhanced, um, oxygenation, as we know, there's no oxygen on planes. So we wanted to optimize as where, where we could. And we also anticipated that because our circadian rhythms were dysregulated in the time difference that ultimately meant our bowels were going to be a little bit (laughs) 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 so Jody brought some butternut which is um a herb we've got here at the clinic um to aid that um can't say it helped (laughs) (laughs) not as much as we would have hoped um but we we landed in LA we we managed to get through the the horrid um airport transit as well um I think the first thing I said when I got out of the taxi was why is the sky gray like I was thinking (laughs) Why is the sky great? I think it was just such a shock to me because I had imagined Hollywood and LA to be this amazing, clean sunshine, sunshine <laughs> celebrities everywhere. And then we walk out, I'm like, wow, I can't even see a cloud. So, yeah. LA airport's not the prettiest either. No, no. And we were um, logging our tra- Anyway, look, we get to LA. <laughs> <laughs> we're in LA. Jodie's got constipation. I've got pain. <laughs> Walking down the road, um, we're straight out of the hotel and we find an amazing cafe. Oh my gosh, and we knew we would as well. We were just, you know, we're like people like to go on the internet and try and find these places, but we knew we would just stroll across them. And um, the first thing we walked into was this amazing coffee menu, and we'd been drinking horrible coffee the whole time. And Jody's like, "Yes, I will take that one dollar CBD edition in my coffee." Thank you very much. <laughs> Times two. Times two. Um, and then yeah, we just went for a bit of a stroll. Um, we had some plans for LA that day as well. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to just um, see what we were looking at. We wanted to go and view one of the clinics. So it was Santa Monica that day, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. So then we wanted to see Dave Asprey's place, um, Upgraded Lab. So they've also got a cafe next door. Uh, and they've got a few really interesting technique, uh, technologies there. I saw a lot of his Bulletproof Coffee, his themes when I went to London in 2019, I think it was. Um, when he was at the health optimization conference there. So we knew about it from that sort of um, point of view. 
Then we went through um, some of the technology. So we had a really good tour there, actually. Yeah. And it was a beautiful... It's beautiful weather in LA at that time of year. It was quite warm. Yes, it was. Um, so we got to see some awesome things once we actually got to Santa Monica. Um, keep in mind, we did it the good way and we did public transport and we did all the hard things. So <laughs> by the time we'd gotten to um, Dave Asprey's clinic, we were jumping on the oxygen trainers, um, which kind of mimic the... Um, Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Oxygen. So yeah, yeah some, some more altitude training. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we did the lymphatic massage, compression massager, which yep. was beautiful. That felt so good. Um, PEMF, which was a little bit more higher powered and higher strength than we have in the clinic. Um, you can actually feel the contractions um, of muscles. It can be quite painful actually. Um, and then they also have a red light bed there. They have the cryotherapy. Um, they also have the Carol bike, which is the AI technology. We did that one as well as a vibration plate. Um, and what am I missing? Um, oh, there was just, you know, some um, like exercise resistance with cold mm -hmm. therapies as well. So they, what the clinic the had that was, was um, amazing for us to see was the way that these therapies are stacked. So we have already introduced a, a bit of this in the clinic, as you guys have seen, um, but in America they do it 10 times harder. So mm -hmm. um, really encouraging that, you know, you are getting the red light, the vibration plate is in between the two red light panels. Um, we're moving um, toxins, we're um, enhancing antioxidants, we're repairing, recovering. So it's just amazing to see that what we're doing here is recognised over there by the general population. Mm. Um, we're not happy to sell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, so Vasco Bikes, um, the, well, the co-owner, or I guess the co-founder, Sebastian, we actually went to see his clinic, which we'll get to. Um, which he is creating, I guess, or having a part of in San Francisco. So he hopefully will get to speak to him on the podcast about his VASPA technologies plus everything else that he's going to be doing as well. Um, so that was really interesting. And that has a cold mat that you lay on. You've got an oxygen input as well as then a cold recovery mat afterwards. Um, so yeah, but we can dive more into those sorts of things in podcast to come. Then we, we, we did the touristy stuff. Like we walked and walked and walked. I think we walked about 20 kilometers per day, which yeah. was fantastic. I miss it. I feel it's like, insane. yeah, I love, I love walking. It's yeah. just the best to explore a city on foot. Um, and then we ended up eating amazing food as well. Of course. Yeah. And lots of yummy margaritas, which is yeah. all about balance, right? When you're there. Margaritas and what were they called? Waffle chips? Oh, waffle chips. Yeah. <laughs> this, apparently this is a thing, guys, but um, it just literally is like potato chips in a waffle machine. And I just thought it was bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and clearly, like you, you saw from our from our photos, we, we strolled Hollywood. We saw some pretty intimidating uh <laughs> things such as um uh you know there was uh, a lot of homeless homeless <laughs> um unfortunately it's quite sad and again this is a shock for me personally um having never been to america before but the homelessness is something that really did take my breath away um and i'm really hoping that that changes in the future as well as learning a lot about um the the american population and how they perceive the homeless um that was really really quite a shock 
uh, it makes you really appreciate our lifestyle back home. And I think that was a big thing in the first couple of days for us in LA. We we realised how beautiful our, our home is um, and how fortunate we are to be in such a safe place. So, um, mm, yeah, our safety definitely, we felt like we had to be on guard a lot. Big, big cities, obviously. But then we, when we moved around America, I felt like we felt the most unsafe in LA. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think, and the homelessness, the homeless problem in LA is huge. Yeah. So, yeah, we saw some gory details. Um, we thought we were going to be malleted <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> on a bus. But um, we got past that. We did. <laughs> and then we went, um, we met a beautiful uh, Uber driver. Yes. Who taught us about the local Mexican, um, I don't know. Cuisine, culture. Cuisine, cultures, yeah. yeah. So just, we got a little bit of a taste of that. And then we ended up going to Newport the next yes. day. Which is a personal oh, favourite. Hold on, of, ba- basketball. I mean, yeah, we went to the basketball game that night. We did, we <laughs> did. So it was a great day because... Um, well, you got sick. Well, well, yes, I did get a little bit gas sick, unfortunately, um, which we had substances for, of course, to get us back into balance. But... Newport was probably one of the highlights of my trip, um, mm. not just because I have an obsession with the OC, um, Seth Cohen and Ryan from my childhood <laughs> days, which I, um, if you've seen the show, you'll understand my reference there. If not, let's carry on. Um, but Newport Beach was obviously a little bit more upmarket, so we understand mm. that there is a little bit more money in Newport, um, Orange County. Um which yeah blew again blew our minds we got there and we had an amazing meet up with um with one of the clinics there which was um o2 health, Lab. o2 health labs uh thank you to dr scott for linking us up there with mark yeah tell us about mark jody he's mm. an amazing guy so mark's been in the industry i think for 20 or 30 years if i can remember correctly treating people with hyperbaric um, therapies the clinic that they have now has a whole range of other therapies as well that they combine for people, which is really nice to see. Like we had no idea that other other clinics were doing like we are doing, but again, like Tash said, at a higher level, at a at a much bigger level because of the population who wants it, you know, the want and the need. So he's been um, in the industry treating people booked out daily with the hyperbarics, um, doing the PEMF there as well. They do the cryo, they do the red beds. Um, Rhytholite beds, um, and they've got three three units, um, hyperbaric units, so they go up to um, two, two, yeah, Seacrest sea crest chambers, yeah. Yeah, so they use the Seacrest, and they've also got a sit down um, same, but it's a smaller unit, and then they've also they're also using um, pain therapies um, and a PEMF mat that you can sit on for um, management of pain. After surgery, yeah, as well as yeah, as well as other. Um, so that was that was fascinating, but his stories really blew us away, and we're hoping for him to come on the podcast very soon to talk about that because Tash was in tears, I was in tears. <laughs> Tash doesn't cry as well much. No, <laughs> no, it was it was beautiful. Um, just as a little bit of a insight, he was obviously you guys have seen our hyperbaric focus is is a lot of chronic fatigue. It's a lot of concussion. Um. He really changed our perspective on the way that they uh, have been able to help people with their chambers, um, infants with secondary drowning syndrome, a lot of tissue hypoxia, um, you know, being able to move their limbs again, being able to um, start developing vocabulary, um, absolutely changing lives. And post-surgery. Post, post-surgical. Um, that, that clinic really was a heartwarming visit for myself. Mm. Um, it just really 
launched that trip off um, on a good start. And just, just his ingenuity to um, really helping people, and he said it himself. He's not in it from a from a business perspective, and that's why his business business partner is there. Yes. Um. But we really, um, yeah, really related to him in that way because he's doing it out of the pure heart of helping people, yeah. and it shows. It yeah. absolutely shows, um, and making huge differences in people's lives. So yeah, yeah, that was that was just beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah and follow awesome. on from that. So yeah, then we uh, we cruised um, back down to Los Angeles and back to the touristy aspect. I have always wanted to watch an NBA game. Um, absolute diehard NBA <laughs> fan. Um, my goal was to see LeBron James, and he played. He Woo! definitely oh, played. They won. They won. They yeah. had um, gone in a bit of a, a losing streak, and um, we had some amazing seats. Uh, we watched LeBron shoot threes we watched um all the other amazing players as well some um, random guy out of the audience win twenty thousand dollars oh twenty thousand dollars for a shot from mid-court yeah. and like it just, anyway look I, I say <laughs> that he won that because we were there and the luck was we, oh, um, good luck. <laughs> um we ate some good pepperoni pizza and then the next That's morning huge drinks. <laughs> huge drinks we flew to san francisco Mm. Um, which we wish we had spent so much more time there because yeah. it is a stunning, Next stunning time. city. Next yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, for sure. We fitted in a lot while we were there, though. So we went to Jason, which is the um, place that we wanted to, which is Sebastian's. And again, um, Scott Scher linked us up with Sebastian. We met him again in um, Vegas when we were there and had a, a good chat to him about his business. He's doing some incredible things. His clinic is supersized. <laughs> and on the most beautiful lake um, in San Francisco. So, yeah, we, we went there and, and had a little look around. They're doing IV methylene blue. They, they're doing little pods that you can sit in while you're doing your IVs. They've got the biggest um, air trainer chamber, well, um, chair set up. They've also got hyperbarics coming in. Um, Naturopathic medicine, naturopathic also medicine. medical doctor medicine, so they've got the combination yep. there. Yep. Um, he's now got a second commercial space opening up with um, saunas and, and hot plungers and cold plungers. Mm -hmm. um, this man has got it right. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's doing really well. Yeah. Um, so the combination, I think, that's really going to take off. It's a very, very early days for them, and they were just getting started when we went there. Mm. Um, and then we went back over to um, sort of mainland because we crossed the, the beautiful San Francisco Bridge yeah. and um, had some yummy food. We spoiled ourselves that night a little bit on food. We had some beautiful Asian food. We did. Yeah. We had some amazing Asian food. We also had some beautiful chocolate cookies. Um, chocolate cookie ice cream. Yeah. Yes. We had um, yes. we did some amazing hot flow yoga. Um, and uh, I guess we can't really we can't really move on from San Francisco until we address the aspect of tenderloin. Now, <laughs> ten tenderloin is not a chicken fillet. Um, tenderloin no, is a suburb, <laughs> which we were very warned about before we went to America. The one statement is: do not go to tenderloin. Um, so as ever, ever as Jodie and I, um, you know, endeavoured to to take public transport and save money wherever we could. I was just following the Apple Maps and the, tr the train led us to a stop that was quite next to our hotel. Mm. Um, so we take our big 30 kilogram luggage suitcases up the escalator 
to discover that there is uh, multiple needle uses in the middle of the escalators and a lot of um, fake security guards wanting to approach you. So as Jodie stepped in as the mum, she takes her suitcase down the uh, escalator. Outside the escalator, and we're out of here. I, and I was like, I'm Jodie, I think we just, we were in Tenderloin, weren't we? <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but look. That was a bit of a scary sight. Yeah, again, yeah. it was a shock. Um, we had to, you know, experience it to really understand the tales severity of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and have some funny tales to tell. But um, that was San Francisco. We'd go back there. Beautiful place. Oh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful place. Place. <laughs> Not Tenderloin. Not yeah. Tenderloin. Not Tenderloin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, San Francisco is very picturesque. So the um, buildings, the colourful buildings, the marina area, gorgeous. And some clinics that we didn't quite get to as well. So we've got to go back there and see it for mm-hmm. sure. Um, all right, next up. That was a real quick visit. We wish because that was like in we only stayed what two nights? We one stayed night. one night oh, in San Francisco. Oh so gosh. we did this trip very back to back. Um yeah. this is Jody's amazing itinerary planning, but also um <laughs> I didn't all in. Yeah, we had to because we ultimately have it you know, we have to come back home and run the clinic. So um we just did what we could while we were there. We only had two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, that brings us to New York. Which was a highlight of our trip, let us tell you that much. That was cold to start with, but safe. And I felt really at home in New York. I'd been before. Um, I love walking the city. We, We were a bit tired at this point, though. So when we got there, we got there late at night. And we definitely needed our own space. <laughs> Ash went to the gym. <laughs> I played and watched TV. <laughs> we were um, just winding down from that. Yeah. But we got into a, a hotel and we weren't so happy with the room either because then we weren't not sure about the 4am club finishing at the top of the roof. So, yeah. Well, look, I thought it was a good idea. I thought Jodie would have ha- wanted to have a bit of a boogie. So, like, me being clinic manager, I was like, I'll get us a nice hotel. <laughs> we could stroll up to the rooftop bar, have a bit of a dance. Unfortunately, I didn't realise that we weren't going to be able to sleep because of that. So, um, And keep in mind, people, we actually spent a stupid amount of money on these hotels. So Very we were expecting, like, America. lux. Yeah. Um, we haven't even touched on the expensive coffees yet, but this we'll get to this. I think that's yeah. just a given, though, isn't it? Because we already like to supersize our coffees, and then it's, like, yeah. plus the exchange rate. Um, $15 Australian for one coffee. Unfortunately. Mm. Look, <laughs> I'll, again, we booked place um, very last minute, and with uh, America being, you know... A, a beautiful place in um in the winter time for christmas it was popular so we just had to take what we could we did end up getting a really amazing upgrade which um was uh, fortunate because jody made a very good complaint but um thank <laughs> you so we ended up getting this room upgrade uh with a soundproof room um and, and cocktails and cocktails and a very amazing view of the empire state building so it all worked out in the end so good um but New York City, Josh mm. Holland. Mm. Oh. Yes. Thanks, Josh, Thank for showing Josh. us around, introducing us to The Well. Yes. Which was an all-organic restaurant with no phones. No phones. So that was incredible. You know, you, you have an actually uh, ability to connect fully with people and you feel bad if you pick up your phone because no one else is on their phone, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and what else? So then we went to Remedy, Remedy Place. Yes. That the has an exquisite... Um, fit out. We've been following well, Remedy Labs for probably yeah. like what since they launched in yeah. LA. Yeah. Um, it was a highlight of our trip. Yeah. Just because of the fact that it is like Jonathan's done a really fantastic job at running the memberships there and also the way that it's been presented is impressive. Um, you know, so we did 
for that we did as something the next day but we also trained with josh on the ems suits which was an absolute highlight yeah so he kicked our asses yeah um for those who don't know josh is um a celebrity trainer in america um jody's had him on on her podcast a few times now um and he's a good connection of the transcriptions team so we were very fortunate to have josh uh spend a lot of time with us whilst we're in new york um myself being a personal trainer have have always been inspired by his techniques and his technologies he really is the ultimate biohacker um and just a beautiful person yeah absolutely beautiful person so hopefully one day we'll be able to get some of that technology over to perth and we can um show people what we got to try yeah Um, absolutely he's he's his ems suits um are used by people like madonna who he trains every day um and oscar wilde um so a lot of these people have their own suits that they're using from Josh and he's utilising it in his gym and training with personal clients as well. So we got to try those suits in a, and he's got different upgrades of certain suits that he's made better each time. And then, so it's not exactly the same as what you would see here in some of the EMS technologies. It's different and they're utilising different um, methods because of the training also. So. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Where you are, real quick, yeah, and they have remote access to your suit, so they can surprise you at any moment. <laughs> they can, and we, you know we like getting jolts um, of shock. So, <laughs> like yeah, hit your abs now. So yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, there it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a, that was amazing. And then obviously New York City, we did um, as much tourist activity as we could as well. So we got to experience Joe's Pizza. We ate so many bagels with mm. salmon, um, cream, cheese. <clears throat> cream cheese. We strolled the Papers. streets of Manhattan. Um, it was it was beautiful. We got to see Central Park. We experienced the most amazing herbal dispensary, um, mm. which was again a connection from Josh. Um, and it just it was stunning. It had. Um, yeah. Herbal tonics, um, just like we do here, elixir drinks, um, lots of compounds, lots of active mushrooms. So we got to mm. stroll Manhattan and see some beautiful lights and have a good giggle. Yeah, chocolates um, with active mushrooms in it. Yeah, we. Gold. <laughs> very, very good idea that we've we've been thinking about coming back home. So mm. watch this space, um, mm. as well as just you know the the touristy things, getting to see the subway, um, doing yeah, saunas and. And I think that I'd like to talk about um, just how important it was for us to experience the breathwork ice bath combination at Remedy because it's, it's yeah. inspired us, um, again, what we would like to do in the future here. So yeah. go ahead, Jodie. And- yeah. Well, I guess we've always been looking at the um, ice therapies. I've been interested in it for years. Um, also, you know, obviously being exposed to it from multiple people, you know, Matt, my husband, plus a lot of other um ceremonies that we've done here we've done the sort of three minute ice bath and it's the importance of it after a sauna or in combination with other therapies is really really fantastic to see in done in a clinic like uh, remedy place was incredible and the way that it was supportive the way that it's been obviously um, presented and also to have the breath work guided beforehand and someone in there helping you and supporting you with your you know with our amazing songs that we wanted she did it so amazing that lady love her um so what we're wanting to do here is obviously create something at a smaller scale but actually have that availability for clients especially after saunas um and hopping into a beautiful ice bath of some sort so we're working on that 
We are. Yeah. Um, it's it's work in progress. Um, again, we needed to go to America to identify what we wanted to bring back home. The mm. ice baths were a good change for us in the trip because, um, again, it's just challenging yourself in a different way. I personally hadn't actually done any ice bath therapy, so I was terrified. The breathing was quite um, simple, effective, and it really gets you in the right mind frame to um, put your body that, through that experience. So um, that's super exciting. And we have some amazing breathwork connections here in Perth who we will reach out to to create programs, um, workshops. Mm. So um, Now it's just finding the right ice bath. Which exactly. we have in mind. So if any companies, <laughs> yeah, any companies or anyone knows a really, really good company for a sort of a stand up or a sit up ice bath, we will be interested. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that brings us to Austin, Texas. 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 Texas, baby. Oh, Woo. I got what to see. What a good see. start to Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> We'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. But we, our start to Texas was a firehouse museum um, hostel. Yes. A firehouse hostel, which is awesome. I love hostels. Yeah. We made the, the best pancakes there. We did. Um, and bulletproof coffee, actually. So, like home. Um, but we landed and we were hungry, so we ended up going and getting tacos and true Texan style these tacos were massive oh my goodness they were delicious so like good fried cheese yeah like oh the like marinated meat. what was it the um pool pool like a brisket like yes. a, yeah oh brisket oh, oh. Texans know how to do brisket, that's oh, for sure. That mate. was again, thank you to all of the people who made recommendations for our trip because mm. I was like, Jody we need to go to a Texan barbecue and yeah. we definitely got to experience that. So we'll get to that. Um, Texas is a stunning, stunning city. Mm. Um, I had no expectations. I've heard a lot about it through, um, you know, the podcasts that we listen to and know that it is a bit of a health hub. They're very progressive with their psychedelic assisted therapies um, and alternative medicines. Um, this, yeah, like I said, the, the technology that they really, um, they work on with the university makes the city have a very good vibe. Um, it's very progressive mm. and um, we just could not, again, it was another place we just loved exploring. We got to visit a beautiful clinic um, called Kuya Life um, in Texas mm. and again, blew our minds. Yeah. I can't believe how beautiful that location was. Yeah. You walk in well, set it up. and it has got plants hanging from the roof. It's got an amazing lounge for the community to sit and chill. It's got a herbal elixir bar. Um, they do ketamine-assisted psychotherapy there, so doctors are affiliated with the clinic. Um, and they've got ice baths, and they've got a hot sauna room, mm. and they've got beautiful people working there. Yes. <laughs> Dan Engel, Engel is their um, director, medical director, um, psychiatrist, I believe. And he, they've also got, which I can't forget, um, the huge Himalayan salt wall, wall yeah. lit up. It's beautiful. They've got float... Um, tanks as well. Tanks that they've created for themselves with themed, um, different like views, forest, uh, water. What was the other one? I think they had three, didn't they? Yeah. And then they have a sauna and a cold plunge. So we spent time in their community sauna. So they encourage community. The same with their the area where the bar is. You can sit and read books and connect with people without phones. Um, and the same with the the sauna. Really large traditional Swedish sauna as well as then cold plunges where you have three ice baths and then you can go in and out of them as you wish mm -hmm. so that was interesting yeah we really yeah. got on the ice bath addiction um after New York and ending up in Korea was stunning and it was you know we love to prioritize our money 
going towards things that are going to make us feel good. Absolutely. So in every location, whether that was a blessing from a connection that we got to experience, um, complimentary, or if it was something that we had to pay money for, it's a priority for us. Um, and that's what made us feel good along the whole trip, ultimately. Mm. You know, we, we felt good every single day. We yeah. fed ourselves well. We got to experience these therapies. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I, Even in New York, <laughs> I did a IV, which helped I feel with hydration. Definitely constipation got better by that point. Yeah, yeah, no. The, um... Sorry for too much information, everyone, but you know what we do. Relaxities <laughs> had kicked in by then. <laughs> um, Cooler Life also had IV therapy, which is amazing. Um, mm. And actually, next door was on it gym. Um, mm. So I know that you across that. we did. That was an accident, and it was a fortunate accident. <laughs> we didn't get to experience their their exercise classes. Um, we will talk about Barry's in just a moment, but. Um, Aubrey Marcus and Kyle Kingsbury, um, who we would absolutely love to get on the podcast at some point in time, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but that's their that's their location. They run the fit for service there. They run the gym. Mm. So it was just good to be immersed in all of the um, the community health and fitness world that we've been I'm hearing so much about mm. in the lead up. So um, I mean, I, I I think it's really important that I talk about what I um, got to see Jody do in you know, Texas. Um, <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Kimmy. <laughs> Thank you, Kimmy. So, so Kimmy's a close friend, friend of mine who um, I lived with a small small time in London when I lived in London in, oh gosh, back in 2000 and this is going to sound really old now, 2006, I think it was, 2007. And Kimmy's professional um, choice or choice of profession, should I say, is a dominatrix. And she's done a lot within um, Austin, New York, run workshops out of the Sex Museum in New York and she has been on the podcast actually on the Revital Health podcast which is a beautiful one I definitely recommend everyone getting on there so she combines um, somatic sexual and dominatrix type um, workshops now for people Um, probably didn't say that right Kimmy sorry but we will get her back on because I want to talk to her about one of more of her recent escapades and her recent workshops that she's going to be doing which hopefully we can go back to and go and do one oh because her house is incredible and I've not seen her house or talked to Kimmy for a little while so it was just beautiful to catch up with her and she so happened to know a really good place to go to a Texan barbecue as well she did Mm. so we got treated to a beautiful Texan barbecue and then I got treated to something afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dominatrix done in style. I got to see Jodie get whipped mm. um, in the most beautiful way. Spanked. Spanked. Sorry, mm. whipped, spanked. Mm. Well, same thing, with a whip, spanked. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think it's just an important um, thing to say, you know, female empowerment and just feeling comfortable in sexual exploration. Mm. Uh, Kimmy does it amazingly. And... Mm. Um, you know, these things can be frowned upon and they shouldn't be because females are, you know, allowed to explore and we're allowed to film um, different sensations and things like that. And that's, that's what Timmy does amazing. So she, she had these beautiful whips. Which I couldn't help myself. I asked, so I sort of put myself into it. She did. And then she also walked herself over to the spanking table (laughs) and she also put her legs up on the spanking table. (laughs) And Kimmy was like, let's do this. Well, okay, we have to now. Um, you know, um, it was just awesome to see. It was it was amazing. Um, and it, it's all about the power of play and the, and the mm. amazing, like, healing power of touch, you know. I wasn't personally the one experiencing it, but I could tell that even just the sensations and the trust that you have 
um, in someone who's taking you through that experience mm. is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And the sensations that you get to experience and the letting go of again. So this will follow on to our next part in um, Vegas, but also that surrendering in life. We don't tend to surrender. We always have to gain control. And a whole part of this um, spanking was to surrender to what I was experiencing, to fully trust. And obviously Kimmy is a very well-trusted expert in this field. So I had my myself in the best hands possible. <laughs> but um, the, the release of, um, I don't even know how to say it. So I guess the release of control gave me a freedom that I never thought I would have. And walking out of there, I felt lighter, like I would have done a ceremony or an ice bath or a, a day's work with someone who has gone run me through holotropic breathing. You know, it was it was incredible. So it's definitely something that we need to harness more of. And I felt that then, and I already was a believer in this, but it felt so much of an empowering release through somatic and and counselling that she brings in as well, and even just her words throughout the whole Absolutely. aspect. There was no punishment. There was just only you punishing yourself, and she was just allowing and, and empowering you even further. It was just beautiful. It was, mm. and yeah, it was awesome to watch it. And yeah. Hopefully, so. <laughs> yeah, hopefully in the future, you know, that's going to be something that's available to everyone because I know that people like to dabble and um, put, you know, twiddle their fingers in these things and they're like, oh, what did you guys do? Or what does that mean? Oh, what's somatic, you know? But um, no, we're so lucky to get to experience it. Um, yeah. So spanking Austin and hopefully Kimmy comes over here and she can spank more of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, just wanted to, last note about Texas was just something that blew my mind, again, coming back to the exercise aspect, but we, you know, in the morning we felt a little bit a little bit um ugh, and just mm. a bit down and we needed mm. we needed to move so we got to experience this um amazing exercise class that was just insane it was red light therapy it was an hour of going between treadmills and um strength and conditioning and it was an insane insane music soundtrack wow, like club atmosphere like but the best part about it was the community. Yeah, everyone was so supportive. Yeah, every like it was just one normal exercise class on a weekday and everyone was vibing like they hadn't trained in like three years. Like the, the <laughs> like guy, COVID had been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the the high fives and like, you know, self encouragement, encouraging the person next to you, mm. turn to your partner, give them a helping them clean their equipment. Yeah. Like, it's just so cool. So Texas does it well. Yeah. But, yeah, again. Yeah. And then we went to the well in Texas as well, which yeah. was actually next to Barry's. Yeah. Um, and that was even bigger, bigger than the one in New York. Yeah. Uh, again, like really expensive for Australian, you know, mm-hmm. money to the be there, but very, very good quality food. Love it. Another thing we haven't mentioned, Jody, is the mm. Whole Foods market. Ooh. <laughs> How can we not? We've spent all of our money. I think there. all of our money went towards like peanut butter sachets from the Whole Foods market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter. You so can... yeah, there was there was aisles and aisles and the supplement area of there we got stuck. We couldn't move because so much is available. There's obviously all the alpha um, brain and the stuff that we can't actually access here, you know, from health food stores. So there, it was just again everything in America is done large. Yeah. Um, and their whole food market is exactly the same within their whole food market, which is just like a sort of supermarket. Um, they have their smoothie bowls, they have pizzas, they have burger shops, they have everything mm. um and cookies so oh, i mean cookies. i got a cookie craving on that day yeah so austin is the um is the main 
area or the main office, I think, for Whole Foods. So they have one of the biggest ones there. So we yeah. did go there quite a lot. Yeah, so if you go to America samples. and you appreciate, you know, good supplements, good quality food, like health foods, go to Whole Foods and probably put two hours aside of your day just mm. to walk the aisles of Whole Foods. Um, yeah. We brought that much back and yeah. the, the, those types of snacks got us through the plane flights. We don't oh. eat... You know, we don't eat the the food that gets well, we handed ate it out, once and then we we defied that we'd never ever eat that again. Yeah, I have a <laughs> like a real weird thing about pies now. Like I can't go back to a vegetable pie. Um, but again, these are just little things that like tips along the way. If you're doing a long trip and you really value your health, like mm. go and grab a big butter. a big thing of almond butter, mm. or go and grab some good like chocolate because but when they take peanut butter off you oh. at customs so we were going through the um luggage and we bought this amazing jar of peanut butter and it's a solid right like you know it's a solid at at cold and and you know at warmth it can be a liquid but at that point in time it was a solid it should not have been taken off us and she also turned her head at me when i said can i just eat it now because i would have eaten that 500 grams of peanut butter i know um en route to vegas yes wow life-changing aspect of my life trip mm. everything mm. everything so vegas in itself is a city that was within a city and a fake city so what we did in vegas it was quite ironic that we did it there but it was the beautiful people and the the the, the connections we had around us which was so the whole time was it was like a dream I think so. We arrived and we went straight into uh, Desert Moon Wellness. They had an opening event there, and Misha Tay is one of the co-owners, and they have hyperbaric uh, there as well. And they have a whole range of different therapies. They use brain tap. They use um, aesthetic medicine and have a lot of skincare based stuff there as well as the red light. Gorgeous women, gorgeous beautiful women, women. and beautiful. who are really on board with what we do as well as really in the connection space so we were so lucky to meet them to connect with them we also um, had a beautiful lunch with them the day after at um, the hotel that we were staying at the venetian which was the conference as well but just to be able to connect with those sorts of people um, across the world and you feel so connected that's um, just yeah yeah Yeah. so this is straight off the plane to Desert Moon Wellness, mm. um, got to meet up with the Home Hope team. Yeah, we saw them. It was so nice oh, to give them God. a hug in person. Yeah, and maybe just tell the people a little bit about Home Hope if nobody's ever listened before. Mm. Who are they? Mm. So Health Optimization Medicine and Practice, um, Dr. Ted created it initially. I went over to London three years ago to connect with them because I was so impressed by what they've created. Um, they have a parent company, a money-making, obviously, um, company of transcriptions on top of it, but it's a non-for-profit health optimization medicine practice really to drive that needle in change of health and to drive health versus disease. So they've created um, you know, seven different modules that are the base modules to have a certification in practice for practitioners and doctors. And um, they have the also advanced modules. One of them I was lucky enough to create, which is the cannabis module. And they also have a peptides and a hormone one coming. So for practitioners, it's it's the most amazing all together um, combination to treat your clients, as well as a great way of making money as well. You know, it's, it's your, you're benefiting both worlds. You need business as well as you need to be helping people. And it fit, fits so perfectly into our naturopathic philosophy. And that's why I reached out to Ted initially. 
Uh, and I just said, Taylor, like, I will do anything. I'll help in any way I can. So I flew over to London and, and the rest is history. He asked me to be CEO here in Australia and we've been pushing it out ever since. And obviously, um, we've also got a podcast coming out for the SNH, which is Home Hope, and that's coming out in a few days as well. So we'll link that to everything where we are as well, so you guys can all listen to that. There are some incredible guests coming yeah. up on there, like mind-blowing guests that Ted gets to speak with. So Ted's a genius. Um, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. He's the most amazing, cleverest, spiritual... Um, Wizard wizard that I've ever met um, we all are in awe of this man I don't know where he came from but we are blessed to know him and once you've listened to a few of my podcasts with him you can see his geniusness <laughs> it's hard to keep up with this man um, so we had obviously the opportunity to have him one-on-one -on -one when we're in Vegas a lot and he also spoiled us so he he um, treated us so so much that we are forever grateful for this forever man. grateful, yeah. And that's what he is. He's, he's a beautiful charity. Um, he, he loves giving and that is just incredible. And because we also love giving and we are also very much in that line of thinking of just, um, you know, whatever you give, you will get back. It's just, it just feels so right to be around these sorts of people all the time. So I guess that's a bit of a history. Intro, yeah. yeah. Three nights with this group of amazing people was not enough. Um, no, no. And personally for me, um, you know, I, I've only been introduced to this whole entire world, including Revital and including Home Hope since meeting Jodie. So, um, you know, it was the most amazing experience for myself personally and I am forever bowing down to Jodie and that team. <laughs> um, but... I'm what doing now. Yeah, she has. She can't, <laughs> she can't leave. Um... I don't really know where to start when I'm talking about about Vegas because like Jody mentioned just before, you know, ironically like it is a it is a place of party and it is a place where people go to get married and you know, do all the crazy things, but I had the most life-changing experience there both with what I learnt at the conference, both like, as well as meeting the team as well as the experience that we we're, we're about to talk about with psychedelic medicines. Um but I truly believe that if you want to challenge yourself in life, you have to put yourself in an environment where you are the dumbest person in the room. And mm -hmm. that's clearly, like, it, I, I would say that humbly. I could not believe how much I learned just by being surrounded by Dr. Scott, um, Dr. Ted, Buruma, Shaker, um, and Alan and as Alan. well. You know, mm -hmm. these people are medical doctors. Um, they have the most amazing brains in the world and they have the most beautiful hearts. Mm -hmm. um, so humble. So humble. And this is the way that the medicine world should be working together to go mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. um, there is no ego. No ego. Involved in it. So I think firstly touching on, Alan came in and he's looking at, um, Ted's looking at doing psychedelic um, retreats. It's something that Alan got brought in to experience and Alan just was like this beautiful little man that just popped out of nowhere. He was. <laughs> that I ended up talking to like the early hours of the morning <laughs> after our beautiful experience. But um, this man is working in, he's the head of ER in LA of all places. And we were just like, oh my gosh, how can you do that? Because yeah. we've just been to LA, we've seen what that's like. And he is making the most of his experience as an ER doctor, which is probably the most intense job there is. Um, and really bringing enlightenment to people. <laughs> I can't put it any other way. So that's that. Um, but then obviously, the I just want to touch on the conference because we'll probably get taken away now and, yeah. and go into another um, realm in a minute. 
But the conference itself was eye-opening in how many people are on board with longevity medicine. Yes. And the, the floor itself, the conference floor, was amazing. The gifts that they would give out as well. I know it's all about selling, but the, the, the ability for people to be actually giving amounts of products and free products like they did, I think we have to be grateful for that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Quicksilver yeah. particularly, I feel, it, and even Designs for Health, which we have here, we, we were, you know, using their, their supplements quite a lot. The chocolates from Designs for Health. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Designs but for they were, just take as much as you need. Take as much as you want. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, so the exposure there and the technology exposure for the floor itself and then meeting all the beautiful people who were taking time to come around to each of the stands was amazing because yeah. we're on the transcription stands with Dr. Ted and the team. Um, but then we, we obviously got to see a lot of the different talks and people... Uh, exploring things that we wouldn't even have the guts to explore in Australia and I put that out the nicest way possible we are so scared yeah we're terrified yeah this is a huge um just a discussion point right now the difference between the FDA and the TDA so obviously the FDA is the American version of the therapeutic goods administration that we have here in Australia which regulates everything medicinal that includes natural um, and supplements and herbs that we use and then it also includes pharmaceutical medicines and anything in between so um, the difference between these two industries is quite clearly embarrassing like to be honest with you it's disgusting and it's embarrassing because the amount of help that people could get from having access to medicines that people have in America um, the, the healing time would be crazy different mm. um we are doing all the research we can to understand how to use these medicines um both natural pharmaceutical and the way in which they would be able to help people um yeah but we can't access them unfortunately no. and we're going to be further I just, restricted i just don't think they're putting the money into the research that's required for the safety that they can actually ensure people um the knowledge here the doctors here to be able to prescribe this sort of stuff it's just not even in their forefront. No. They're so far behind, and everyone we know that Australia is far behind in um, evolving medicine. But you know, yes, we have other areas of acute care that we're ahead of, and I, I definitely have to acknowledge that. But alternatively, we shut down everything we can, and that's really sucks. And we're in obviously that field, so we're more aware of it. But we have the potential to help so many people in a very, very better in a, in in so much um, quality, but we are removing ourselves from that therefore creating less quality <laughs> elsewhere with practitioners too yeah yeah so yeah so yeah. you know in the future we, this is why we we care so much about talking about it because that's as far as we can go right now mm. if we can provide education and then things change in the future and we're able to utilize then that's going to be a dream come true but at the moment you know that's all we can do is talk about it and let's talk about it because yeah. i think that and push and then actually have better quality um, you know, practitioners out there, hence why I love lecturing, I love being able to mentor, and I, we, we love having a clinic here that we can actually set an example for with not only what we're doing, what we're providing service-wise, but also the quality of the, the medicine and the health healing that we can provide as well. Mm. So we'll keep doing our best to um, utilise where we can, um, that includes, again, hormones, biological hormones, you know, um, peptides, um, hyperbaric medicine, the combination of everything in between, we're going to continue to do our best um, just watch this space because it's and really exciting. psychedelics as well. We yeah. have links with now, um, thanks to beautiful Ella in the clinic, um, you know, psychiatrists that are willing and trained in things like ketamine, 
and psilocybin assisted therapies that we can do legally soon so that's something that's going to be coming to this space soon possibly possibly we will we'll see. see we will see we will see okay so, are we ready mm, so yeah we have five minutes all right farmawaska <laughs> farmawaska well firstly um analogs of any sort that this man comes up with um ted we're talking about ted here yeah <laughs> yeah dr ted the magician chemist but also so open for plant compounds of any sort um so i think it's just that willingness openness and incredible mind to be able to explore things that you aren't normally looking for or looking at so we got to experience multiple well, i don't even know what to say recipes of um analogs and compounds that this man can create that will always have health of the mind and health of the brain at top priority so nothing ever to be detrimental so that's what i love about this man is that he's always thinking about the health aspect so we felt really good we did yeah but he told us that we were going to feel really good and then he was going to kill us and then so, he was going to kill us yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> kill our ego put it that way a lot of I think that again if you're you know you're listening to the podcast and clearly you are curious about what we do and um you know how we how we live our day to day but when we talk about ego death this is literally about enhancing your consciousness and in experiencing a different level of consciousness so that you can show up as a better human in your day-to-day life um the ego is something that we work on every day um it is about becoming humble it is about you know discovering what's true in your life and and how to love right and um psychedelics allow you to get there the way that ted does them is just on another level because he's able to master the chemi- the chemistry behind um compounds including plant and other um and and the way that physiologically it binds to receptors in your body to give you the experience that he says it is going to give you. It mm. is magic. Mm. He knows how long it will take, how long it will take to come down, what you're going to see, what you're going to feel. And also, you don't feel bad the next day. You yeah. don't feel bad after it. It's something that you can, that can control so beautifully. Um, and it's just that next level of genius. Like it I is. don't think anyone else can do this sort of stuff. So we are incredibly grateful to be able to experience this in this way. Um, but you know, ego in itself is something, and we will talk about DMT deficiency a little bit in a minute after we explore what we're going to explore. But um, you know, when you see it out in the world, that our our ego gets in the way of the ability for us to help ourselves and help others. <laughs> pr- pr- and really experience simple. life to be optimal. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. absolutely so it's a constant work it's a constant thing that we're going to be we're never going to be there we're never going to be enlightened because we're already enlightened we're just working towards a better enlightenment (laughs) yeah um so we had a few little compounds that we got exploring um we went to dinner and straight up we got it shoved into our mouth which is nice yeah there you go take (laughs) the best way um but then the exploration of the days after were incredible so obviously we had help with leucanotine and supports with um brain optimization but then we had a day where it was our death day death day yeah death day Tash and Jody was going to die. Yeah. So then we um, we did some videos, we did some work, but then we had our um, farmawaska introduction. So farmawaska, if anyone knows ayahuasca, um, then obviously you're purging throughout the ceremony a lot. So Ted 
doesn't like purging much, so he created something for himself that would not um, allow purging. So we did um, liver inhibitors. Yes. For an hour or so while we had a lecture mm -hmm. from Dr. Ted. Yes, a big lecture about <laughs> enlightenment and consciousness and everything. Beautiful, beautiful. And then um, we stopped and then we weren't allowed to eat since 10 a.m. that morning, which you normally do. You normally do a day of fasting. And then um, we took DMT that night. Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, with the ayahuasca experience, I can understand that people listening might go, oh, you know, like purges and purging an important aspect. Mm. Yes, but we can um, we can acknowledge the ability to clear and, um, you know, um, yeah, basically clear clear emotions. clear emotions, which is, again, physically presents as purging in some ceremonies. Mm. But we're still able to experience it. Um, in the most beautiful way. So basically, um, when you know, when you're addressing a, a, a psychedelic assisted space, you want a safe space, which was our hotel room of the Venetian um, <laughs> in Las Vegas. Surrounded by um, all the doctors. Surrounded so felt by very safe. Yeah. Uh, three doctors. Four three doctors. doctors. Um, well, one was experiencing what we experienced, yeah. so he was useless. <laughs> um, At the time. So we had a mind, we had um, our masks over our eyes and we had um, safe music guided by apps, um, trip app or ayahuasca music. So you're in a very controlled environment and it is just you and your mind um, and the people laying next to you also experiencing what you go through. Mm. Um, there's very important rules to this and I don't encourage anybody to go through an experience um, without being guided, by without being guided mm. and without being knowing exactly what you're doing and mm. what you're taking. So yeah. um, look, Jody has done an ayahuasca before. Twice. Um, twice. twice traditionally in ceremonies, yeah. I hadn't, um, and I have come back to Perth and my life here in Perth as a completely different human. Um, what I experienced was indescribable. Yeah, you can't say it in words. It's definitely not. And and Tasha's now crying up right now. <laughs> um, and and I think it also comes down to the the, the guidance. You know, shamans are um, something that are created. Well, they you you learn and you become a shaman to create a safe space and hold space. Now Ted does that again to Ted's level, which is <laughs> ultimate. And he is. I didn't expect this before, and I didn't know this of him before. But he's an incredible energy healer, and because he is so smart you would never expect this you know again these um conditionings that we have always just get blown out of the water but he uh, his ability to tune in and i don't even call it tune in i think he's just there all the time <laughs> to what you're experiencing to be told what you experienced to feel him touching you but him not touching you to be clearing and to be causing temperature changes in your body and then and then knowing that that's him those sorts of things is an incredible part of an experience that you get healing from multiple dimensional layers and yeah it's something that because of that in tunement because of the connectedness because of all of that it's an experience that you would you would never be able to explain i don't think i don't think you can no. um, i don't think you can and um until you, you're there experiencing mm. it and this is the same as mushrooms you know um like the feeling you get is indescribable so we're not even going to try no we're just life changing it's life changing. but for those skeptics out there i do want to point you in the direction of andrew gallimore and now ted's going has him on the podcast but he's spoken to a lot of different podcasts and he's written books on the neurochemistry the neurobiology of dmt in the brain we produce our own dmt 
Um, but it's very fascinating to see the impacts and science now behind and the research done on DMT or ayahuasca, the spirit molecule, they'll call it. The mother. The mother. Um, very gentle most of the time. <laughs> I've had good and bad experiences on both ends. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's something that we need to be aware of, that we're not scared of talking about anymore because a lot of these things in America, the psychedelic space in certain states are now completely uh, legal. So we are not scared to talk about this anymore because somewhere in the world it's legal. <laughs> and I wish I'd talked about a lot more of this, which, you know, I've not held back too much on podcasts, but I feel like I've held back a bit too much. I should be exploring this a little bit more because people need to know about it. And you guys need to have the courage. experience, the courage, but also to know where to go to for this because there is unsafe places to do it as there well. There is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, you know, we, we had the most beautiful experience and I'm not going to lie, it was very challenging. Mm. Um, Jody and I came out of our trips, um, which were, you know, a fair few hours in duration. Um, post six hours. Six hours energy healing from Ted, lots of amazing support from Dr. Scott, singing me nursery rhymes, um, <laughs> patting me on the back, you know. Um, I had the most amazing experience because of the people who were around me um, yeah. Yeah. and have come out of it a completely changed human I think it really alters your perception of what is important in life and mm -hmm. um, where you are navigating yourself um, I love the, to introduce people to this because I know that it's true but I think you have to be called to it at the right point in your life um, and it's scary it like is you terrifying apprehension we thought we were saying our last goodbyes we to were, everyone yeah <laughs> I was happy to see Jody on the other side of it um, I think we had a, like a hug of crying we, life, didn't we we did and, and, and you know like I mentioned before you know, a bit of a tough cookie and at the end of it I we had Ted up. sitting there stroking my head like, a, like I was a pussycat um, and I was was just like just don't let go of me I just want to keep crying um yeah it was beautiful yeah it was beautiful yeah so I guess that uh, you know that that ends our experience really I think yeah. it was a perfect way to end um America it was it wasn't the end and then we had to work afterwards like we had the whole <laughs> conference still to go through after that but yeah. it was just beautiful because yeah. then we had some more enlightenment support after that which was um incredible but you know, I feel, well, we've already talked for an hour now, but I feel there's another podcast coming after this and there's a lot more exploration within the podcast. But I think me and Tasha do a little bit of a intro um, every so often. We'll do a 15 minute catch up of where we are in the clinic and just have little snippets of this. You know, we're, we're still in that three month glow of the DMT at the moment, which is beautiful, but it's something that I don't want to lose and we don't want to be able to forget our experiences so touching base and seeing where we come to in, in our personal journeys through this as well is probably going to be fascinating for all of you and integration is an ongoing process um i think a lot of people when they're going through a, an awakening or a tough experience um can always look for oh what do i do next you know why am i not integrating properly but i think that the last thing i say is awareness and consciousness that you are going through something or that a feeling has arisen from you for is already integration mm. the only thing you can do is just better yourself and um keep doing the work um it's a never-ending process but yeah. you become a more humble and more beautiful person every day you give it the attention it desires so i encourage anybody to do come towards work. yeah the space of doing the inner work mm. um in whatever way it is and we're here to guide you as well you know we do touch on it in our consults because it's important. It's one aspect of health that we tend to ignore. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have consults with me or Tash, 
generally be expected to <laughs> confront this at one point, you know, you're in a work because that it doesn't have to be as excessive as a DMT ceremony, but it can be something, meditation, breath work, whatever it is. Um, even ice baths ice can baths. be huge in a work because yeah. you have to really force yourself to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ultimately, the entire trip, the entire experience is is our vision for the future. We are here to bring it to life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, we'd love to keep you along in the journey. Tell us what more you want to see. Tell us what, what you want to um, hear about and more information about. And we are here for you. We're here for you. All right. <laughs> see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.